Welcome back to Watching It. This is episode 33. I'm your host, Donnell. And I'm your host, Robert. And we're going to be jumping back into The Lost Room. We started this up last week. Uh, we're going to just cover the last two episodes and kind of give our closing wrap-up of it this episode. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be sure to watch, to listen to part one before listening to this one. Yes, you're yeah. You're definitely gonna be lost. Ha 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 ha. Okay, so before before we get into this, uh-huh. so how how did you watch this? So I use uh, what's called Cody. Cody. And in that, you can get a add-on called Exodus. Okay. And that allows you to stream shows directly from Torrent. Okay. And so, yeah, that's how I watched it. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. I know. I just admitted <laughs> it live on a recording. Uh, they got the it's evidence. It's staged. It's staged, FBI. It's yeah. staged. Uh, well, <laughs> I watched it on a streaming service I've never used before called Tubi. Okay. Yep. Heard of it. Um, seen it. Because it's, it's really nowhere else. Yeah. No. Now, first, I want to say we're not being sponsored by Tubi. I, but Tubi. If you want to sponsor us. I think it's a great product. Yes. And I would really like to sponsor it <laughs> for money. <laughs> yeah. So um but but no, it is basically everything that no one else wants. <laughs> it is like nice. it is no, like no, going to like if it's like mid 90s going to a mom and pop video rental place. Okay. Like before pre DVD. Yeah. Like yeah. This is this is just that wall of stuff that like all the covers seem very interesting and all the all the stuff you so like you went in there to rent, you know, Titanic or something and it was it was out. So you're just like, well, I guess I'll just get something from that back rack with all the weird titles on it. Yeah. And yeah. but it also has it also has some pretty good stuff in there. Um, but it, that is definitely worth checking out. Though You don't have to sign up for anything. And there's all these amazing titles, all these all these things you want to watch, um, for sure. And and the only thing you have to deal with is is a little bit of commercials, which really isn't that bad. It almost adds to the nostalgia. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, just for everybody, our younger audience listening, uh, what a uh, Hollywood video <laughs> or blockbuster was? Is there used no? This to is be... I'm talking about lower level than blockbuster, but go on. But still, there used to be a time where you would go to a physical building and rent what is called a vhs which is a a a large black cassette tape and that would have a movie on it i know (laughs) that what i'm saying sounds alien and why would anybody ever do this um but these were different times (laughs) for the really young listeners they also had these these flat disc called dvds okay okay that you could put in a machine and they had a movie on them as well i thought we were treading into some really dangerous territory and you're gonna bring up <laughs> a laser, laser disc, disc. <laughs> <laughs> you know there actually was a video format that was a vinyl record really yeah there's okay. an excellent youtube channel um called like technology connections i believe and uh one of the things he goes about is old video formats and he goes he, he has a long uh mini series about the uh the the vinyl record video player and it's fantastic yeah um but anyway we're here to talk about the lost room um episode two and three um mm-hmm. let's get right into it i guess yeah. um so when we la- left off joe was pretty much as we had said screwed um he'd been framed for murdering his partner and assaulting another one of his colleagues and he only managed to escape by 
going into the room. Yep, and his his daughter has yep. been lost in the room, and he's he's trying to hunt and find a way to get her yep. back from some alternate dimension, universe, pal- parallel reality, whatever. Yep, we don't we don't know what's what's going on with the room. We do not. Um, like I said, this is one of the things we kind of touched on a little bit, but yeah, this is when I first started. You know, they made it really clear that all the objects in the room were had powers, yep. and so that's where, like I said, we already touched on this, but yeah, I'm just like. What about the stuff left in the room? Can you take yep. a pillow out and do something with it? Yeah. Um, so, so, so I, I guess the theory is, is they had to belong to the occupant, which we find out about, yeah. you know, in, in the third episode. So, yeah, I guess the TV and the pillow and that sort of stuff when it belonged to the occupant. Yeah. But, I mean, they're in the room. So, I, I don't know. I could go either way with it. I mean, if you think about all the objects that we do know of, they're all stuff that he obviously brought. Well, except for the Bible. Well, or, or the soap. Yeah, no, no, definitely there was stuff that belongs yeah, in yeah, the room. Okay. What does the mattress do? Yeah. What does the bed frame do? I mean, get uh, take what, the pillow. What, yeah. The what pillow. is? Yeah. There's a bed. There's a there's a a, a, a bedside table. Two mm-hmm. of them in there. I think what do those lamp. do? There's definitely a phone. I know so many things. The hanger. Yeah. Does do you think like the 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 rod that you hang things on in the if closet? You take the rod out of the closet. Yeah. Will that do something? Yeah. Do the does the door yeah, to the you, closet do can anything? Can you take off the closet door? <laughs> Where does it end on? Yeah. Where does it Where end? Where does it end? Can you start stripping up some carpet? <laughs> um, anyways, Joe is uh basically he starts trying to figure out what he's gonna do. Um and ultimately he he's at this point he's had run ins with a couple different people. Uh he there's Wally, uh Kreitzfield, and Jennifer. I would say the weasel, but the weasel's not at point. So he kind of starts tracking down those sources. Um mm-hmm. I was going to say. Um, and so in the course of that, he goes to see Jennifer, um, basically to get some more information. He's at a loss. So he pretty much has no idea how he's going to get his daughter back. Um, and his only lead was the weasel and he was wrong. Um, but Christfield's men find him. And the thing I had written down is, I mean, I guess they did kind of allude to Christfield and Jennifer used to both be, or Christfield used to be in the Legion. Jennifer is in the Legion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they, they were in the Legion together. So maybe that's why he, knew of it but i just found it weird how quickly christfield men were able to find joe when he can literally be, be anywhere. anywhere like yeah. anywhere he could be in another country like i actually put that down like why is joe in his home state i would be i mean like i said he had to meet jennifer but other than meeting jennifer like i would either be in the room or i'd be on the other side of the world when yeah. i figure out what yeah. am i because you got the cops looking for you you got christfield looking for you you probably got the order looking for you yep. You and you know the Legion, even though they're not a threat. You know the Legion's looking for you, so you know there's a bunch of people looking for you. I'd be in Japan, you know, sitting at a, <laughs> at a restaurant eating yeah, something, yep. thinking, "Okay, what's my next move?" Yeah. Um, but he's not. Crossroads men catch him, uh, shoot him in the back. And my thing is, is I, I I've been trying to figure this out. Did they know he was that the coat was from the room and he was safe, or? No, I thought they were trying to kill him. Yeah, but then that's my thing. Is like, so then then did did they think he was dead? When they threw him, in I that think they room. did think he was dead. But there was no well, why blood. Why, yeah, no and then why drag him back to the place? Is, yeah, like why drag him back? And then they just chuck him in the room with no, he's not restrained. That's what the main thing is. If they thought he was dead, that makes sense. But then also, why, why didn't you question why a man you just shot in the back with buckshot shotgun isn't bleeding all yep. over the place? Yep. And then also, if boy, boy, so these so these guards mm-hmm. that these people have, they've seen some shit. Like they've seen some weird stuff. These guards. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> And like especially the ones that work for Crutchfield, because he's got all sorts mm-hmm. of all sorts of stuff going on. Um, I, yeah, I like I like the idea of the coat, which at first you think it's bulletproof, but who knows what it does? Yeah, you yeah. know, maybe maybe you 
find a you know buffalo nickel in it every yeah. time you put it on or something <laughs> who knows um so yeah Christfield questions him he won't give up the key and then Christfield actually just lets him go well well i don't know if he really just lets him go right because they kind of come to an understanding about what their motivations well, are no, at this, this point is, this is before they reach an agreement this is uh he he literally just lets him go. Like after everything, he's oh like, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Um, basically, he takes the coat from him and lets yeah. him go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and then we find out that where he hid the key, and I, I guess to this, I he's a bad cop, he's a bad father, but also these are some bad bodyguards slash hitmen or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he essentially when you the first scene when you see him running from the bodyguards, he trips over a homeless guy in the alley mm-hmm. and then tries to climb a fence, and that's when they shoot him in the back. Yeah. Which one is I'm surprised this homeless guy's even there after someone just <laughs> yeah, got yeah. murdered in the alley. Yeah. But still, so he goes back and the homeless guy is still there, apparently knocked out or passed out or whatever, and he reaches into the homeless guy's pocket and pulls up the key. And he he's nice. He leaves him a couple bucks. <laughs> um, yeah, really. Yeah, no, this is terrible. This dude is dying in mm-hmm. an alleyway. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just using the him fact, as like yeah. a bank for a moment and then just walking away from this dying man. Yeah. Like, um, get him some help. Exactly. Homelessness is a problem in this country. <laughs> like, and, well, and my like, the fact that the bodyguards didn't think to question and search the one guy who happened to be in the alley when yep. they <laughs> murdered yep. another man. Or just, Oldest trick in the book, stash it with the yeah. with the homeless guy. Or just take him, too, because like I said, you did just kill a man in front, front of, of him. him yeah yeah so you might want to either kill him I'm not, I'm not advocating killing the homeless i'm just saying if you're these buyers you might want to either kill him or take him with you um but yeah so uh he gets the key back um and then we get more detailed information about um kind of the objects and uh basically when it all happened we find out that that the event that caused all this happened on May 4th, 1961. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when these objects started to appear, I guess. That's one thing I was never clear on throughout the whole show was, did the room exist before 1961? Um, yes. So my understanding is the room existed up until, and I don't know how they know, May the 4th, 1961 at 1.20 p.m. Mm-hmm. Like, how do they how do they know it's that specific? Yeah. Um, and I would assume that the... Um, so the room existed and then it just disappeared. Yeah. Right. Into another dimension, universe, mm-hmm. something. And, and I would, I would assume that the, the occupant like took the stuff out. Yeah. And then eventually lost control of the key. And then someone went in the room and got the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back a little bit. Um, so yeah, I guess, like I said, I, it was always because there's 1961. There's also 1966, which is when, which we'll get to a little bit later. But when a second sort of event happens, which I thought, yeah, the Conroy experience. Yeah, the Conroy experience. I don't know. It, it it's. It, I mean, it, yeah. it, this episode I is think, the most kind of wishy washy. Yeah. About like it's trying to explain things, but without explaining them. Mm-hmm. And like the Conroy experiment never makes any sense of like what why these objects coming together are supposed to do the thing. Yep. Right. And it all seems to come around to about the watch box. Seems yeah. Seems to be a big deal, which is a big deal because it's a powerful object, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but before we have, do that, we, we got to go to the comb guy. Yeah. So in the process of this, uh, basically, like I said, he does eventually, as we as Robert alluded to, him and Christfield do reach an agreement. We find out that Christfield's son has leukemia, mm-hmm. um, and he wants the objects, and mainly the eye, to heal, uh, to heal his son. 
Um, and so he comes to an agreement um, and decides to uh, team up with Crashfield and also Jennifer, which is the Legion person that we have met, um, to track down the objects. And the object that he is tracking down is the comb. Um, or actually, no, he's not even tracking down the comb. You know, I can't remember. Comb. Why does he want the comb? He doesn't want the comb. He wants... Because the person who owns the comb is one of the last living collectors. But gotcha. Collectors, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to bring up. The collectors are the first group that tried to collect all the objects. Yep. Um, but most of them are dead, um, except for this lady who actually we find out C is dead. Um, because, yeah, basically, when they go to track down the comb, they find out C's dead, and her nephew now has the comb. Um and one thing I put out, I wrote this multiple times because it's, is why does Joe so readily trust Jennifer? Yeah. Like, she doesn't prevent, pre, I mean, she does keep providing information, but she's made it very clear she wants him to join the Legion. Yeah. Um, and doesn't even seem too, I mean, later on she does a little bit, but at first doesn't even seem too concerned about getting his daughter back. Um, so it's like, she doesn't give him any reason why, and he knows everything she's doing for him is all because she wants him to join their side. It's not like she's doing it yeah. out of good of heart. And he just readily accepts her and just is like, nah, I mean, th- this, at this point in the relationship, they are a little bit more strained because he does like a, try to abandon her once he gets the comb guy. Um, and he does go back on his word cause he says he'd, he'd give her the comb. Um, but ultimately he decides that he'll let Harold keep it, which is the comb guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, it's just, it's just one of the things. Well, I mean, I, I feel like they need, they need help and having a cop in their pocket be really yeah. good. And I, I think he's just kind of using the situation cause yeah. he knows he can. He probably supports what they're doing and he would l- probably gladly give them the key once he's done. Yeah, I mean, he makes it clear he will yeah. give them the key. Um, this is, there, there's a little small part where we actually ship to Marty's story. Um, and he's trying to track down his own object because he's been told by the order that he needs to bring them an object to join them. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, back from last episode, the one thing they had written down that we glanced over is when he gets this message because he he tries calling the order. Yeah, I'm like he just, just cold calling. He, yeah, he just cold calling a secret organization that definitely wants to stay hidden. I'm like, they're not just going to pick up the phone and say, "Oh, yeah, that's us. We're the secret organization that cabal out there that's out there trying to get this." And the other thing is also like he does eventually get a hold of one of them, and I'm just like, "Yeah, that would be like their first thing is like we need to go kill that man." Like, <laughs> yeah. Know? But instead, they actually call him to the middle of a city for a two sentence conversation. Like, yeah. Could it just send them an yeah. email or a call? Because they literally have could have said them. that over the phone. Yeah. He gets there and they basically is like they're like stop calling us, and then they're like, "If you want to join, get us get us an item," and that's it. And he, 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 he doesn't, Marty appears not to have a car because like he rode the bus or <laughs> yeah, a taxi. Right, right. He did a t- taxi. So I'm like, this man had to get a taxi, had to do all this stuff yeah. just for two sentences. But anyways. And really this guy, he's, he's a uh, crime scene investigator. Yep. Right. And he's only got $10,000 yeah. in his bank account. Yeah. He's like, he's got a giant house in the city. Yeah. Like this guy would easily have $10,000 laying mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. The he goes to uh, and we already talked to her about her a little bit. Uh, Susie Kang, who is uh, basically the I don't know collector of information about the objects. Yeah, she, yeah. she doesn't. She makes her. She doesn't have the objects, but she can help you find them. Though the way she finds them is kind of vague. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, especially with this one. He's going. He's. She's like, oh, some guy might have a pair of glasses that are yeah. stopping cars from starting. And it's like based off like a question uh, thread. Like a Reddit post. Or like, something yeah, like that. It's just yeah. like, wow, that's... But anyway, C, C helps him go uh, to get that, um, which will become very important so, later on. So so let's let's talk about Susie. Let's talk about Susie. Okay. So 
it doesn't seem like her job's that hard. She just knows what to look for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's like the glasses, mm-hmm. right? Super easy to get. Yeah. The scissors, super easy to get. Yeah. Probably a bunch of other objects. Like, why isn't like the Legion or the 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 order, order. of the um I'm I'm forgetting the word now. The order of the reunification. Yeah, the reunification. Why aren't they like have their own teams doing this exactly and why, why are they, these why well, are these items still in play or or b why aren't they using her why aren't well they, so they should have someone staked the out there is, being like you got new info you got new info well, here's, here's the money thing is, they made it clear that Susie doesn't uh believes the order is dangerous so she wouldn't work with the order and uh, then she they made it also clear they didn't say why but like it sounds like the legion used to work with her but they don't anymore because eventually when jennifer and joe need to go to her they have Joe go alone because she's like, yes, he doesn't talk to the Legion anymore. So yeah. they probably had a falling out. But also, we also do see at one point that Legion does kind of have somebody like her because they have like a list and he's got all the stuff. Um, but that's another point where I'm like, the Legion isn't that doing that good yep. job because like they have a list of neither where is the order. A bunch of the items are, but the order has a couple of the items. At least. They do, they do. But so did Kreutzfeld, and he's just one guy. I know. The order's but like I'm just a what multinational. I'm is the see, other than her nail file and then now the radio. The Legion seems to not have anything. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We don't know how like, much they have in. in yeah, yeah, but when you look at their list of stuff, they have a bunch of unknowns and then all the other stuff. None, nothing on that list said in our possession. Everything said uh, unknown yeah, yeah. or was under somebody else's uh, possession. So I'm just like, you ain't got nothing. <laughs> like, you, you've been at this for how long? It's really as far as and as far as we know, it's just her and another guy. Well, no, it, we do know by the last episode there's a good amount of them because they stage a raid on Crossfield. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. actually, we'll get to that because that's one thing that kind of gets me. Um, but we'll get to that. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, back with Joe and Jennifer, they go to uh, the lady who has the Combs house, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if it's the landlord or the neighbor. But she just lets two strangers into their house. They're like, oh, here's the key. Yeah, yeah. she's not home. Yeah. Or no, she's dead and her her nephew lives here is not home right now. But yeah, I'll let you in. And I'm just like, who? Who is? Who? Like, yeah. if, if I ever came home, one of my neighbors don't have any access into my house, but for some reason they had a spooky. If I ever came home and my neighbor was like, hey, we let some strange dude into your house and poke around, I'd be like, what the? I'm like, give me the key back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, no more key yeah. for you. And yeah. <laughs> and and by the way, so they get they get upstairs and they find out that he's a peeping tom. Mm-hmm. He's using he's using his time stopping comb abilities. Yeah. To, to to take pictures of girls at the gym. Yeah. I think yep. in a, or you know the yoga class or whatever, and in the locker room and whatnot. And I'm like, but it's just wallpapered his mm-hmm. whole room. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. like this lady who's willing to let two random people in there hasn't yeah. been in there and seen this and been like, well, here's my what thing. is she just like? Well, he pays rent on time. The thing <laughs> that also gets me is like I said, Harold and the Weasel, both of these. They just, they just forget their crimes. Like we find out this man is a peeping tom uh-huh. with a comb, yep. but ultimately Joe eventually feels sorry for him because, like, yeah, like, like we hinted to people who have an object, like this is it's their thing. Like losing it is a huge thing yeah. for them, and it's very with Harold at first, it's very obvious. Like for losing this comb is losing his life essentially, and so Joe feels guilty for him. But the whole time, I'm like, hey, Joe, 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 you know this guy is a peeping tom who's yeah. using this comb. Yeah. And he's like, here's your comb back. I'm like. Really? Yeah, just, like, he just glosses over it. He's a bad cop. He's a bad, he's a bad cop. Guy. He should be calling an anonymous tips, being yep. like, "Yo, this guy took all these." All yeah. these pictures. By the way, why why did he, why did he? It even need to get to this point. What's going on with the the Walgreens or whatever that's developing the pictures? Yeah, they, they look they, at those. They laugh about it. They're like, "Yeah, ah, ha, ha. I'm yeah, like, like dude. They, why wouldn't they call the cops yeah. or go like next door and be like, "Yo, there's a dude that's taking pictures." Yeah. Of 
they, ladies. They laugh about it, and like, the main thing they, they make fun of them for also isn't even the foot holders. Like, haven't you ever heard of digital? Yeah, like, like helping them out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what is, what is this? Um, yeah, actually, I didn't even think about that. I should have wrote that. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, who are you people? It's just like, hey, this guy's taking a bunch of photos of naked women in the gym. Should we do something about it? I mean, psh, I can't believe he's using film, but. <laughs> but I love how skittish he is because he's like, people yeah. are trying to kill him all the time. Because, yeah. Because, I mean, it really is a, one of the most powerful objects mm-hmm. that we run into. So the way the comb works, everybody, is it does stop time, but only for like 10 seconds. So you have to like plan out where you're going to move. And he's ta- he even brings up like where you have to like find your next hiding spot. Yeah. You know? And so like it is, it's, it's really powerful, but not so powerful where like. You know, 10 seconds is only yeah, 10 Yeah, and you seconds. can't move anything. Yeah, you can't yeah, move You can stuff. move, but you can't move you can other move. things. Yeah, every time, because he uses it a few, to fight a few people, actually. And every time he uses it to fight some people, he always unstops time to hit them and then yeah. freezes time again. Which, by the um, way, that wouldn't work because the air has particles in it. And if you can't move those out of the way, then you wouldn't be able to walk through them. I mean, maybe it's you just can't move other people. You can move objects because he, he picked up stuff. Because I remember at one point. Uh, when he's in the in the convenience store and he's attacking that one dude, he freezes time and then he appears behind him holding something that he hits him with, like it's a stick or something. Uh, so I think it's just other people you can't move. Interesting. I think, I think it's you know you can't impose on other people's free will even in stop time. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So uh, I I felt it was weird that the comb guy's hair was so short. <laughs> I would I would have long <laughs> hair. That's the other thing is, so or at least like to, one 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 clump. To, that it would... appears you have to comb your hair in order to stop time. Yes. Um. And so yeah, I just the, he before this because like I said, people are trying to kill him. There's actually someone I'm assuming probably from the order. I don't think the Legion would straight up. Yeah, no him. order for sure. Uh, but yeah, lady uh tries to catch him by surprise in a parking lot by pretending like they see accidentally lost her cart and it hit his mm-hmm. car. And then she's digging in her purse to get something to pay for. It, and then they see he has a gun in there. Um, but he manages to still. But I'm just like, that thing is like, that's the, the clock or the comb is powerful. But also like the fact that you, have to, you can't just like use it. You have to comb your hair. To yeah. Get, like, dude, if you aren't ready, if you, if you aren't ready to go, like, oh, man. Yeah. And apparently it's supposed to have a big drawback in that it makes you very sick. Yeah, most instances. Which they just completely brush over the rest of the series. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, you do that two or three times, and you're gonna puke unless you're taking Dramamine. Here, have some. And the guy's like, oh, I don't need it. And then he goes and does it ten times in a row but with almost no negative in effect. In that scene, he does get nauseous a little bit, but it not... almost it almost gets him killed. Actually, Jennifer has to save him because he like basically like falls over and he's all dizzy. Yeah. And one of the guys, we're jumping ahead, but one of the guys. Uh, the or like the order is chasing this guy with the comb. Yeah. Um. So what happens ultimately? Joe finally catches Harold. Um. I thought it was weird that uh, Harold just went. Like I get that it's only ten seconds at a time, but like he kept stopping and like looking for ways to fight Joe. And I was like, dude, just just run away. Like, yeah. You yeah. got you get ten seconds for every one second he has of moving towards you. Yeah. You get ten seconds of sprinting away. You can be. Two miles away before yep. he gets yep. five steps, but for whatever reason, Harold, which by the way, he's a very skinny, nerdy dude, so it's not like he's a big fighter dude. Yep. That's yep. the reason why it seems weird. But he decides, and to he seems fight to have Joe. some kind of like leg problem or something. Yeah, yeah, like he's injured or something. But yeah, he decides to fight Joe, and I was like, just, just run, just bounce, get the hell out. Yeah. But he fights Joe. Eventually, Joe outsmarts him and uh, gets the comb. But then he gets his backstory, and we find out that you know he's. He he seems to have some mental issues also, and he's also very alone, isolated. And Joe feels sorry for him, which once again, peeping Tom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also Harold is very friendly once he knows Joe isn't. Even actually before he knows that Joe isn't taking the comb from him, 
he gives Joe the comb and is laughing with him, having a good time showing him the comb. And then when Joe hands it back to him, he's like, oh, you're going to let me keep it. So it's like, so it's like even before he knew Joe wasn't going to take the comb from him, he's, he's just, he's a very nice guy. Um, just misunderstood, but still a peeping Tom. But, um, and, but Joe grows to feel sympathy for him. Um, and he decides to take Joe to his aunt's last yep. place to get him some stuff that he might have. Um, and that's when the order shows up and tries to kill everybody. And Joe, as Robert said, just starts spam using the comb. <laughs> yeah, warping around, beating people up. Um, so, so this is after this is after he finds the the photograph that he knows yeah. is an object, but didn't yeah, do they, anything. They, yet. they get a they one the like I said he gets from the aunt or the, the when Harold's aunt is, has a stash and it is a, some photographs and he tries to burn it and won't burn. Objects can't be destroyed, so he's like, "This is an object," but it's just a black picture at this time, so he doesn't know what to do with it. Um, after defeating the order, Jennifer has to kill the last one, which I do wonder what they did with the rest. <laughs> yeah. Cause, well, the one thing I thought was kind of weird is like he, Jennifer actually takes out two of them. Cause he also, and I think it's cause I didn't want to show Joe hitting a woman. So he takes out the female order member who has a gun. Um, Joe distracts her though. But, um, and then she also shoots the last one, but of the two, there's a total of four guys and one woman and two of the guys, one guy, Joe hitched with a pipe. Mm-hmm. Which may or may not have locked him out. But the other guy, Joe, just literally lands like a good punch. And I don't think Joe's a professional boxer. So I'm like, I don't think that guy's knocked out. <laughs> hey, like, you can, you know, people I can, they're pretty, people can go down on a, a bare knuckle sucker, sucker punch will take okay. somebody down, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, and Joe, he, he probably has done some boxing. He's a, he's a police detective. He okay, has some okay. training in hitting yeah. people, probably, you know, mostly unarmed black men. But. <laughs> Nothing, nothing yeah. from me on that. So okay, wait. So she, so she kills this this guy, and then she's kind of like shaken about it, and she's yeah. like, "I've never had to kill before." I'm like, "Bullshit! <laughs> You've absolutely killed yeah, people for before. These items, you know? or you need to get out of this game. Yeah, because this is a murder game. Yep. This is. <laughs> so I forgot about this. I actually wrote this down because it was one thing that annoyed me. Is like I said, um. Jennifer and Joe aren't 100% allies yet, so Joe mm-hmm. doesn't 100% trust her. Um, and so he actually goes with Harold alone to the cabin, mm-hmm. and Jennifer has to track him down. And I think I find, like, like I said, this is once again, like, what gets me is how the leaps of logic and stuff happen is Jennifer goes to the aunt's house, looks around for maybe two minutes, sees a picture of Harold and his aunt at a campground and then looks up on the wall and there just happens to be a map that happens to <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's where they are. Which I'm like, okay, first of all, like, how do you know that just because Harold and his aunt went camp- camping, how do you know that's where Harold took Joe? Also, how do you know that that, that picture and that map correlate to each like it's just like but this and this is the whole series. She's a detective. Like that. No, she's, she's not. He's a detective. She's a person who hasn't <laughs> shot anybody. But uh, yeah, that's the thing that just gets me is like there's it happens a bunch. I have other ones, but it happens a bunch of the show. We're just like, how did you get to that conclusion? Yeah, but no, I see exactly what you mean. So so they just kind of bounce and leave this poor guy with mm-hmm. a dead body mm-hmm. and five passed out people that are gonna wake up. Yeah. on his property unless they walked around and just shot him, I and mean, then Harold now there's five dead off. bodies. But, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I said there's four people that are going to wake up and even if Harold doesn't have the comb anymore, they're going to want to question him and they, they, they were willing to yeah. murder him. So I'm like, they're not going to be nice about it. Like Harold, just, yeah, I, we never see and Harold we, again. And we never find out, we never see anything more of these people. They've got to be pissed off that they've just lost one of their, 
you know, security buddies. Yeah. Like they should be chasing down the guy mm-hmm. even if he gives up the key. Yeah. Like so, but that's what I was gonna say is yeah, we we never see Harold again after this, and um I'm like, he's probably dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, because the because one as thing far, him because alive as far was as they as far as everyone knows, he's still got the comb. Mm-hmm. So that just means that when they come to try and shoot him, he's not gonna be able to stop time to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um He's gonna he's gonna wear a shirt for the rest of his life that says, I no longer have the comb. Like on front and back of the t shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then uh we have we get to shift back to Marty, who uh he went and got the glasses. And I, I will say Marty because uh, basically it's at a repair shop and the guy who has them now, uh, he decides he's going to keep them. Like he's like, my glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marty, one thing is, so he, Marty is like trying to get the glasses. The guy is a big, like Marty is also a small nerdy guy. And the guy at the repair shop's like, he's like six foot something. And he's a, he's a big dude. So Marty's not going to fight him. And Marty backs down and walks back to his car and opens the door. And the guy just is like, okay, he's gone. And just goes back to doing his job. Not paying. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I would make sure, if, especially if you have an item that some random dude just showed up out of nowhere yeah. trying to get, I'd make sure he was in the car and driving away before. But Marty, instead of getting in his car, lights a flare from his trunk and drops it in some gasoline, lighting the dude on fire. Um, yeah. He gets the glasses. And I will say, Marty did save that dude's life. Like, at first, like, he was just going to leave him burning. But he does look and put out the fire. So I was like, hey, at least Marty didn't. I mean, he does murder some other people. But at least yeah. Marty didn't kill the dude at the thing. But he then he goes to the order with his new glasses. Well, 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 well let's talk about this. Because this was okay. a bad idea. He just walks up and says, I think you found my glasses. Yeah. Maybe, maybe bust out your badge. Because you're yeah, a police officer exactly. and use that badge. as leverage to get the glasses. Say there's some evidence and a crime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He... The, he he had way better means of getting them glasses and just walking out. Maybe that's why he doesn't have much money as a bank account. He's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and crazy. I mean, you know why he doesn't have much money in a bank account? Like I said, he's a conspiracy there. So you know he's spending oh. so much money on so much newsletters crack, and newsletter crack brain stuff. gay powder or something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's where all his money goes. But uh, so he goes to the order with the glasses and uh, he's like, I got them. And he's gonna get go to, and the lady in charge just pulls out a gun, puts it to his head, and just starts jamming on that trigger. And uh, because the glasses stop combustion, she doesn't blow him away. But I'm like, man, that is one hell of a way to test an object. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh man, it's, Marty, it's a good thing you weren't trying to pull a fast one on these people because they would have just blown your brains all over that yeah. room. Um, but. He doesn't, and Marty gets to join the order just like that. That's all it takes. Yeah, that was a little easy. You, you just show up with an object, and as soon as you join, they just they let you into the intersectum. <laughs> show you what yeah, objects flash they have. Yeah, and flash you the card that tells you the whole history of everything. Yeah, and like, like it's just crazy how they're just like, oh, you brought us an object? All right, you're in. I'm just like, that's it? N- nothing else? No, no credential? No background? I mean, I guess stuff. once somebody is exposed to an object, that that now they're in it. But my thought is Even this. if they lose their object, they're going to try and get in. It. It's like it's better to have but them what about, in I mean, your order than not. What if not? the Legion wanted to infiltrate? I mean, all the Legion... I mean, oh, like, they only have a question. nail file. But still, you have someone from the Legion... The Legion's only like a, five guys. With a fine. nail file and be like, we're in two now. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, right, and then, right. And then you're the Legion. You just... like Because once again, security in this world is very laxed. So you're in the order. You go into the secret room. Because Marty does. He steals two uh-huh. of their objects mm-hmm. later on. So it's not that hard to steal from the order. They they have them out on a table. Um, yeah, which is just ridiculous. The yeah, security just, that people take with these 
Like, Crutzfield, he's pretty good, but even then, still yeah. lacking. No, know? yeah, exactly. All, everybody, like, he... The fact that Crutchfield is the most prepared, and even him, you're like, come on, dude. Well, really, the collectors stuff. are the most prepared. Yeah. That's pretty okay, locked down. Yeah, the, the, collectors, <laughs> the collectors are the only people in this universe who, A, understand how dangerous these objects are, yeah. and B, make sure to lock them down. Because, <laughs> yeah, they have a whole vault that is almost impossible to get into. Um so so I have written so so they so they go to the hotel to the motel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they go into room nine. Yep. So that so the in case we haven't mentioned before the he, um the key that we have is for room ten, which yeah. doesn't exist in the real world. Nope. And and real quick, they just to preface, um, after Jennifer and Marty talk with Harold, they go their separate ways, Jennifer to collect some information, and Mar or not Marty, uh Joe, sorry. Joe teams up with uh Wally. Who was the bus ticket guy? Just oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. Because he basically wants to figure out where the hotel room is, and the bus ticket guy that the ticket takes you to Gallup, New Mexico. So he connects some dots. Anyways, so we're at the hotel. We're in room nine. Robert, where were we going with that? Uh, so they 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 go inside and they start they start messing about and find out this is this is when like a a ghost or something comes uh, out and uh, screams in his face and is like clearly in pain and and all this stuff. And nothing really comes of that other than just like, that was weird. And they play around with a video camera. Yeah. But I mean, they do circle back to it. No. Well, yeah. Later down the road. Yeah. Right. But, um, I mean, what do you mean? Nothing comes of it. He, and that's one thing that actually frustrates me about Joe. Like I said, it is, how he latches on to something with no evidence, no knowledge why. Because at first, like I said, just w- to begin with, he's told by the weasel, the clock is a prime object. Get the prime object and you yep. get your daughter back. That's, that's all he's told. He's like, oh, obviously that is 100% true. And that's my main objective. Must get that clock. After that falls through, his next thing is, um, got it. Got to talk to the collector lady and get the comb. And all that sort of stuff, or talk to the clearly. And that one, a little bit more cre- credibility, but still, that falls through. Then he goes to the hotel, he meets the ghost lady, and his next is like, I, the, in order to get my daughter back, my daughter must be where that lady is, so I must free her and she'll help me free my daughter. And it's just like, you're just making leaps of logic. It's just like, how? Why are you coming yeah, to these conclusions? Yeah. You have nothing to back you up. But he changes the trajectory of his whole course of what he's going to do based off of these leaps of logic. Like I said, he goes from like, I, I a lady trapped in a ghost realm. That's it. That's obviously must must save her, and that will get me my daughter back. I'm like, where where are you getting this stuff from? Where are you getting this stuff from? But he wholeheartedly believes it. It's <laughs> another thing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Like I said, they 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 uh, experience the ghost lady. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, so they experience the ghost lady, and I forget because yeah, that thing is I the next thing I had written down is this is where Joe goes to meet up with Marty. And I can't remember why. I don't, the order had something that he needs. Can you remember what object the order had that was needed to? Uh the the uh the watch box. Oh yeah, the watch box. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which okay. keeps things from decaying. Yeah, which keeps things from decaying, and when used with the is it just with the key or is it with another object? It can. I don't know. I can't remember why he needed the watch box. It, the watch box is what eventually he's able to use to free the lady. That's tr- the ghost lady, because we find out that she. Yeah. But I remember it was like used with something. Maybe it's just used with the key. But anyways, yeah, so he finds out that the order has the box, and so he meets with Marty. And I actually really liked, but also that was kind of a bad idea, is 
meeting Marty on a bus. Yeah. Like it's moving. There's no way to get off that thing if stuff goes wrong. Yeah, but but I think it's good if you know 100% that it's only going to be one guy because like it's moving so that you they can't have people set up. I mean, they could be in cars around you, but they can't have people set up uh, because it's continually moving. You have a bunch of witnesses. But the thing I also thought is like it's very easy to stack a bus with your people (laughs) and also or to take control, have the driver, even if it's not the whole bus, if you're okay with kidnapping a bunch of people, just make sure that you, the driver of the bus... Yeah, is your guy. So part of me was like, "That's a good idea," and then I was like, "But not that good of." Where, where, where's your preferred uh, illicit meeting place in public, but safe for both parties? Oh man, that's. I mean, one used to always be, but these don't exist really anymore, especially after COVID. Is like the public mall, but who goes to the mall? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, yeah, two so, random people talking in the mall. You're like, "What's going on?" Exactly. There? Like, well, that's some <laughs> shady stuff over there. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's got to be somewhere public. With lots of exits. So, I want to know where I think would be good, and is, and like Monroe has one of these, is, so here in Monroe where I live, they, the city hall is attached to the, the police station. Okay. And I think meeting at a center, at, at the city, because I... To do just, your illegal deal huh? of some sort, or your well, legal meeting? Well, my thing is this, is... You're, you're, you, you, there's plenty of like, at, that's why I'm not seeing the police station because it'd be like, yeah. why are you here? But there's plenty of just like random benches at a city hall. You could be sit down. And yeah, yeah, they're, you're talking about stuff illegally, but it's not like you're blabbing it out. Going, hey, everybody, I'm selling some cocaine. <laughs> Phil, would you like to, like, no, if you, if you're two people, there's mi- so many reasons to be at city hall, whether it's, you know, just for a legal thing or it's just like, you know, do we want to find out stuff yeah. about your property? That's so seeing two people talking quietly on some benches yeah. at city hall, isn't that suspicious? And you can, you can do, so that's why I was like, I think it's a safe, but also like I said, that's why I want one attached to the police station. So we know there's more than just some random rent a cop security guard. If things yeah. go down, like yeah. the threat of the cops are right there. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. No, so, that's good. No, do, do the drug deal right in the courtroom. Just, well, no. Like I said, that, that's where we're, if we're just meeting to discuss, if we're actually doing the drug yeah, deal, then yeah. no, not at the city hall. But if I'm meeting with someone to discuss some illegal activity, not to do the drug deal or do the illegal activity, just to discuss it, city hall with a police. No, I say do it right in the courtroom. You just you just pretend that you're a couple of lawyers. You're gonna have briefcases. It makes sense. You go <laughs> sit in the back. You're listening to the judge give a mm-hmm. saying. One passes the money, the other one passes the drugs. No one's really paying attention to what you're doing. You check them and make sure everything looks good. You know, nobody's going to start shit in the courtroom. Yeah, true. Because there's cops in the courtroom. Yeah. But they're not paying attention to you. They don't care what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So there we go. That's where we would do our illegal activities. Everybody listening. <laughs> FBI, if you're listening, we are not doing any yeah, illegal yeah, activity. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, everybody coming in and out of courtrooms is going to get their, uh, get their <laughs> yeah. Like, what if you're in the courtroom, you just bust out a briefcase and pull out a door, <laughs> <laughs> a little door, but you got to crawl through it. Um. Anyway, so so where were we? Where we, were we? We basically said Marty and Joe meet on a bus to discuss, but Joe doesn't want to work with our Marty. Wants Joe to join the order, and Joe's like, "No, you're crazy," because he is. Um. So they go their separate ways. And then Joe goes and finds out uh, because he has. How does he find the old? Oh no, no, that's right. They're just he's trying to, and this is another one of the leap of leap of logic. He's trying to find out more information about the lady in the room. Yeah. Um. So he goes the, to the closest town to the old hotel, um, which is pretty deserted, but it still has people living there. Yeah. Um. And everybody in this restaurant is super weird. 
Yeah. Which Very... is not explained. No. They're kind of like, well, there's ghosts around and stuff like that. I'm like, that has, what is there, some lead in the water or something? Because these people are like, it's almost like this is like an alien takeover or yeah. something. And they're just. <laughs> Once again, and this is where I put down, like, Joe is terrible at, uh, at being a cop, like you know, I think most cops are like, okay, you're, you're on a case, you, you, you're trying to get get some information from some people. You don't, you got to be subtle. You got to be kind of clever in your conversation. You don't just directly go, "Hey, do you know about the drugs?" Like, no. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then he just out. He sits down. And is like, "Hey, anybody want to talk about the creepy hotel room?" And he yeah. goes, and I'm just like, "Dude, yeah. dude!" Like, <laughs> he just, he just, he's just terrible at being a cop. Um, but coincidentally, this one random, ho- or this one random restaurant has on the wall a picture of the people who are of the lady who was in the yep. room. I'm just like, yep. what, how? How? What are the odds at this one random restaurant? Well, yeah, but it's near about, the motel, right? It's near the motel, but like, I think about... I, I, they probably ate out there, ate there a lot. Yeah. I eat at lots of restaurants in my hometown. No one has a photo of me up on the wall randomly. Like, I, that's my thing is, I'm just like, how the odds that just this one lady, this one particular lady happens to be on the wall... For no explainable reason either, um, and that he can recognize her based on a blurry ghost yeah, image. Yeah, blurry ghost image. But he sees, um, he sees the lady, and that's also we forgot on the way into town. He saw an old dude, old dude with a gun, came out and threatened him, um, "Get off my property!" Style, um, and he sees in that photo that the lady is with that same old dude, and so he's like, "Oh, that old dude is somebody." Yep. Um, oh, but actually, before that, that's this is where we get to. <laughs> this is where we get to the the romance yes the, with jennifer the the worst timed se- the, the second worst timed sex scene that that we've had because the 13th floor is worse than this yeah because he could literally become a murderer at any moment at any moment but this is pretty bad i mean he's known, this, he's known her for like like I said, I, if we're being a dozen, generous, a couple of days, I'm giving them generous. five days generously. But okay. if I'm being what I believe, I'd say about maybe a day and a half. Yeah. They 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 don't trust each other up until all of a sudden they do, and they're making love. But like they don't trust each other. He's made it clear he doesn't trust her because he he teleport he didn't bring her with him and Harold, and they've kind of had a little bit of distrust from the first time they met. They she's done nothing to be like, and yeah. this is why I should be your ally. That's why you should trust me. But suddenly, out of nowhere, like, she's still a little shaken up from killing the dude. And she's, she's a little lost in what she's doing. And out of nowhere, he's like, you know what, fix this. I should kiss you. And it's like, where, 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 where the yeah, hell did that yeah, kiss come that's from? Not... Um, by, the, by the way, let's, let's frame this. He has just discovered that his daughter is not just yes. missing. She's in a hell dimension. dimension. Yes. He where, just discovered like, this. Like, she's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm like I would be doubling down efforts to get the daughter out of the hell mm-hmm, dimension that mm-hmm. this other lady has been in for God knows how many decades. Yeah. So I wrote down. Uh, yeah, and they, so then they make out, and then they then they have sex. They they go from making out to having sex, and here's the kicker: is after they have sex, uh, that she says, "Don't break my heart," and he says. Don't break mine. I'm like you. You you've known each other. Yeah, this for is no, no. This five, is you are not madly in love. Yeah, like that. It's like yeah. no. And also the biggest thing, like you said, his daughter's in the hellscape. Like once again, this just goes like to you are a bad father. If my daughter is in a hellscape and I need to rescue her, even if this lady is my best odds, even if I do trust this lady, the last thing on my mind is like oh, I should probably get laid right about now. Yeah, like yeah. I'm just like, dude, 
what the hell are you doing? And then, like, for the rest of the show, they're acting like they're in some well, deep, committed relationship. Well, no, that's actually the weird thing, is after this scene, it's not till we get back to season, or episode three. Yep. It, for the rest of this episode, they basically go back to being, like, just partners. Like, they don't have any intimacy reaction at all for the rest of episode two. Then in episode three, yes, it's like they're suddenly in this deep, committed relationship. They keep... Yeah. Hugging and kissing each other, though Can at we, the weirdest time, because at one of the times is when they clearly are in a disagreement about yeah, the, about yeah. Christ field and the items, and Joe's just like he's like, "No, I'm doing this. It doesn't matter what you say." By the way, here's a kiss, and it's like, you just yeah, that was a pretty forced kiss exactly. too. Like she was not didn't just, want anything to do with uh, it. Can, I, can we jump to the very end? Can we jump straight to the very sure, end? Sure, why not? Because uh, because not only of like they've only known each other a few days. Yep. And they're pretending they're in this deep, committed relationship, mm-hmm. even though they know nothing about each other, really, mm-hmm. and they just had sex once. Mm-hmm. They get the daughter back, and he's like, we're going to drive off into the sunset, like one big happy family. The lady puts her arm around the girl, yep. and I'm just sitting here going, Little like, this girl, girl has, has never met, met her. her. Has <laughs> just met her. <laughs> Who's this strange lady? And oh, the- yeah. What about school and the court date to see if i'm gonna be mommy's daughter or daddy's daughter mm-hmm. like it's just and the thing let's be honest let's be honest i mean we're, we're jumping around but one thing is so there's another detective her name is lee uh so he gets introduced in this episode and he's chasing joe and then ultimately she chases marty and marty does eventually admit to her that he was the one that killed joe's partner but i'm gonna go out on a limb here that a crazy man escaping a hospital and a detective who is very frazzled at this point because he had the like we said we brought the car to do some mental attack so he's been very like she's been kind of a wall from her department it's still joe is still a prime suspect on the like yeah. nothing's been cleared up like joe should be going to prison his yeah. daughter should be going back to the mom and as far as anyone knows in any way that you can explain you ran off with your girlfriend mm-hmm. and kidnapped your daughter mm-hmm. to avoid the custody mm-hmm. case there's like, dead bodies all around you. Yeah. You, you ran off. Yeah, yeah. And he also avoided the cops multiple times and ran from them and escaped. Cause he, and even if Marty admits to killing his partner, Marty also was the one that you was seen. You rescued you and you both drove yeah. off yeah. when you experienced. Yeah. So it's like, even if they do think they're like, well, he's obviously working with Like, it's just, it's just, it's just. Yeah. Like, and your only alibi is a person who's having a mental breakdown, mm-hmm. which is, which is the female officer. Yeah. Who who they 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 already look at I I like they already suspect that she's in on it yeah because they're like what did he what did he do oh he, and, and he, he's he, also <laughs> like they keep calling her back to the office and she's like nah I can't come back yet so like something like she's kind of <laughs> a wall like it's just like they no no, no I know we're they were at the end but like they just, and they just drive off into the sunset and I was like bull <laughs> crap <laughs> okay so I I like that they just happen to have on file. A print from some random person from 1961. Yeah, yeah, that's like, not that they how find that from the works mirror. at all. Um, well, so that's my thing is that yeah, they get that they get that print and all that stuff. Um, oh, they, they, yeah, no, the print. That's how they figured out the guy. Yeah, not that he was in the photo. Yeah, so they they find the print in the hotel when they run it because everything in the hotel always reverts back to the same, and that's how he looks in the mirror and sees a print and he's like, wait, why would that be here? It wouldn't if I had touched the mirror and left, it wouldn't be there. And so that's how he knows it's from 1961. Mm-hmm. They run the print. Uh they find um they find out that the old guy with the shotgun is the same dude. So they go and talk to him. And um this so here here's here's this is skipping ahead, but I just I gotta bring it up. It it really just started echoing in my head the more and more they did all this extreme stuff to get to the vault. Is eventually it comes out the collectors had a vault. 
Mm-hmm. They locked all their stuff in it afterwards. Most of the collectors died. One of them in another dimension. This old man is a collector. And they keep going, how do we get to the vault? Man, how do we get into the collector's vault? And I'm like, go ask the old man. He is the last yeah, living yep, collector. Yep, yep. He knows. He has all the information. <laughs> but they never do. They go through yeah. all these hoops to get objects and formulate a plan and track down where it is. I'm just like, you could just ask the old man. <laughs> I'm just like, I just ever since you find out this old man is one of the collectors, yeah. I'm just like Oh, I also I also like because we're start, we're starting to go into to episode three yeah. pretty heavily here. Um I, I, I like that he's like, I can't believe I didn't see that this was a prison at first. I'm like yeah, me too. Because you're a detective and a cop, yeah, and you know what prisons look like. And I could tell it was a prison immediately. Like, I, I that made no sense to me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they, so that so they go and talk to the old to the the old guy. We find out that his wife's the one who's screaming in the hellscape in room mm-hmm. nine, and that they did this this experiment. He's got a videotape of it, um, that he shows them. And they're like, okay, well, we're gonna, you know, oh, the we gotta... videotape. <laughs> uh, I have something about that. Okay, okay, go ahead. What do you got? What do you got? We'll get there. We'll get there. <clears throat> okay. Um, and some somehow they end up back at the motel, I guess. But they they've got the Polaroid, and that's when he notices that he can he can see into the room back to 1961. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I would have been as soon as I saw like the shoe. Mm-hmm. And like a leg, I'd be like, nope, 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 yeah. nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. He he lingered on that dude's face way too long, yeah. uncomfortably long. I'd be like, is it gonna blink? Is it gonna try and talk to me? Yeah, yeah. Am I, am I gonna be cursed? Like, no way. Like, we don't know what the photograph so, really so does. Going over it real quick, uh, like I said, he eventually, like I said, there, a bunch of stuff happened, but Marty eventually does. He steals the box and stuff, uh, which is needed for them mm-hmm. to get. I, I think her name is Arlene out of the thing. Um, Joe goes through everything. He gets her out. Um, she doesn't magically. Guess what? She can't help you get your daughter back. In fact, she pretty much just dies. As soon yeah. as he gets her Wait, out. Wait, did she? Did the body disappear? No, the body didn't. That's just, just There's left bodies the body, all over the place. Leaving bodies all over He's the place. Leaving <laughs> bodies. That can't be explained. Arlene hasn't existed since 1961 yeah and she hasn't aged she hasn't aged do you know what sort of like this oh my gosh (laughs) joe is like joe is just so far up oh my goodness like she's dead so you could say oh she's dead that's why she hasn't aged but there's no decomposition there's nothing like oh my uh." (laughs) uh, joe just doesn't walk away from this at the end folks there's just no way um anyways so he does all that and like i said ultimately he meets up who does he meet up with now i can't remember who he's meeting up with, but this is how the cops end up getting them. Is he's meeting up with somebody, or he's going to meet up with Jennifer, but he's at a destination. I can't remember. And the thing I wrote down is he has the key. Yeah. And I just could not figure out. Instead of using the key, oh yeah, that's right. He goes to see the old guy one last time, yep. uh, the last collector. He talks with him and gets some more information. He's like, oh, I gotta go talk to Jennifer. And then he proceeds to stand up, open the front door, step outside, close the front door, and the cops are out there. And they, this is when they finally catch him. Yeah. And stuff. And my whole thought is. Why are you walking out the front door? You have well, the no, key. because 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 the door's got to open one way, right? Yeah. So my my understanding is if you've got if you've got a door that it, it has to open inwards. Oh, that's why he had to go outside first. Now we got to circle back. Okay. To episode one, back to the whole heist is that's the other thing is there's a door and a wall. It's yep. in between two walls. And like you said, it has to open out inwards. Yep. 
he didn't do anything to the wall behind the door. Yeah, but he doesn't need to if he's got the key in it because the wall isn't technically okay. behind the door anymore. Okay, all right, yeah. But it's, scienced. It's still, it's still, oh, like, they didn't do too bad with the rules on some of this. It's, they, a, it's they, a little wishy-washy they went in over, places. The but, rules are kind of all over the place. Um, but anyway, so he gets caught by the cops. This is another line that I wrote down. I just highlight it. Is So like I said, there's a detective. Her name is Lee. She's the one who's chasing Joe. Um, and then eventually Marty after... Marty breaks uh, Joe out, um, but Watt Lee has him in interrogation, and she's she, Lee worked with Joe, and she yep. trusts Joe, so yep. she's trying to she she wants that explanation. Of, you can yep. explain all this to me, and in the cr- process of trying to convince Joe to be honest with her, she says one thing. She says is, "You're a good dad," and the whole time I was like, "No, no, no he's, he's not. not. No, I no, just wrote that not. down because I'm like, no, he's not. He's." He's a terrible father. This man should never have a child again. Yeah. I was just like, no, Lee, he's not a good dad. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I can't wait for this girl to have to do like another session of like therapy or something where she talks about the time that she was trapped in an extra dimensional room where she put all uh, her teddy bears and where mm-hmm. daddy hid her away until and the there game was and a got weird her. screaming yeah. woman. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That kid is going to be messed up. Just yeah. messed up. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so Marty, like I said, is the one who breaks him out finally. He shows up when Joe's about to be transported. He got the deck of cards. He's flashing everybody with it. And the thing I wrote down, because it's multiple people do this, uh, Christfield, the Weasel, Marty, all of them had opportunities to attack Joe yep. with their object before yep. Joe knew. And they don't. And then they always try later when they're in the room. And that thing is, Marty has a click. Like, he gets into the butt car first and then joe gets in and he had a clear and joe turns and looks at him and he had a clear chance he's like hit him with the blast him with the cards blast him with the cards and i was like drive and i'm like oh, blast him with the cards take yeah. the key now you don't need joe anymore but uh that's the, essentially the end of that episode is marty and joe escape together yep. um and then uh ultimately they escape into the room together where, where where the guy has like a spiritual orgasm of yeah. some sort <laughs> and then he wants the key and like i said this is now this is when marty decides to attack him with the deck of cards but well, as we already said deck of cards doesn't work in the room <laughs> or no object in the room and so joe kicks him out into the middle of nowhere and then the whole thing i could understand is why joe brought marty at all like he doesn't trust marty he knows marty's yep. gonna betray him like and they were in a circumstance where the only way to escape was into the room joe could have very easily been like me and jennifer are in the room See you later, Marty. And close the yeah. door. But he brings him just to kick him out two seconds later into the middle of nowhere. Well, that was because he tried to attack him with the with the deck of cards. Yeah, but here he knows Marty killed his partner is pretty yeah. much insane. I think he thought he could use the order. Him. Okay, but then I, but then once he turned on him, he in he in the room, like he was like, oh it. well, this isn't. You were just waiting for an opportunity, and you yeah, know that maybe. stuff didn't work in the room. Um. So so okay. So we start out with the third episode. Um, so this is the, the, one of the first things I've written down here is they start talking about the first cabal war and mm-hmm. I'm like, I want that show. Yeah. Not this show. <laughs> I want the cabal war. Yeah. Okay. From people fighting this over is, the objects. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is like, uh, my problem with the, uh, the, uh, the, the new star Wars trilogy, mm-hmm. right? Is it, it is they, they've got a trilogy there and then, but in the trilogy, Basically, Luke Skywalker outlines a whole nother trilogy. Yeah, that would be way better, <laughs> which is him assembling the uh, the the Jedi's, the you know the the, yeah. the new Jedi's, and then Kylo Ren turning evil. Yeah, and then killing all of them. I'm yeah. like, 
I want that trilogy. Yeah. I want those stories, not whatever I'm watching right now. <clears throat> so I would much rather have the Call Ball War as like a four season, you know, 24 or 12 mm-hmm. episode thing, um, which we haven't really talked about. Is I uh, why why this is not a yeah. long form series? Yeah, I why, mean, I mean, it's been fourteen years. Yeah, who? Why is no one working on this? Because they should. I mean, it's it's probably because it's a sci fi original and no one takes those seriously. Um, and so when you think of stuff getting rebooted and relaunched, it's always I've never seen any other. I guess you could kind of say the Expanse, but the Expanse was current when this happened is I've never seen any sci-fi thing come back. Like, yeah. The Expanse got canceled from sci-fi, but then it was almost picked up immediately by Amazon. So it was like, it was like, it was, it, I feel like if the Expanse had been canceled for like a year, it would never come back, even though it yeah. was good, or it is good. Well, I mean, the Expanse did go away, and then it got picked up by another service, right? But that's yeah. what I'm saying, is the Expanse yeah. was only canceled for like a month or two. So it was really current, and it also was one of the most popular. I don't know how popular this was when it came out, but the Expanse was one of the most popular things that sci-fi ever made. Um, yeah, and so so there's that, and like I said, also like I said, it wasn't like that's why I'm saying if the Expanse had been canceled for a whole year and kind of in the back of people's mind, I don't think Amazon would have picked it up. Yeah, I true. think it was this is a big show. Everyone's like, I can't believe they canceled the Expanse. Amazon's like, we can make some easy money off of this, and so they yeah. did and picked it up. Um, but yeah, uh, and so yeah, we, once again. Now Joe has seen the man in the room, and like I said, leap of logic in. He just assumes, oh, man in the room is obviously the prime object, and now I must find this man in the room. Which we don't even know if the man is in the real world or not. Like once again, he just changes his whole trajectory based off of a yeah. whip. <laughs> and I will say this one makes the most logical because yeah, he's following the clues. I guess I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> but this one makes the most logic because it's like okay, it would be if there was going to be a prime object, you would think it would be the human being that happened to be in that room. Yep. Um, which there's no prime object we find out later. Exactly. There is no such thing as a prime object. The man, we don't actually know what the man's object ability is. We never find that out. Yeah. We do know he can't die. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe somebody you have to rub him a certain way. He's also, he's also doesn't age. Um, but so after this, he's, he's decides he's going to work with Christfield, Kirchfield or whatever. Um, and Jennifer once again brings up like, I can't believe, uh, you would trust him. What makes him so trustworthy? And I just wrote down, this is the biggest case of the pot color, the kettle black. and Because I'm just like, what does he, what other than he had sex with you, what have you given him? You haven't yeah. met him to any, met, introduced him to anybody else in the Legion. You haven't really, I mean, you give him information, but it's very clear that you're trying to use him and get him to join the Legion. And like, you've given him, or at least with Crutchfield, and he eventually, like I said, he does betray him in the end. But Chris would like made it very clear, like I'm doing this for my child. Yeah. So it's it's one of the things like yeah, you I would trust Chris for the moment because like yeah, he has a son. Yeah. He's trying to get these objects and he's not part of the Legion or, or the, the Order. Order. Yeah. He's not he's not a Cabal member. I mean, she knows that he's evil, but we don't from our perspective. But not real. That thing is even then, like until near the end of this episode, she doesn't even know justifiably. All she knows is he left the Legion and he's been collecting items. And when you find out, well, he's trying to get his son back, that's like, oh, he's not doing it out of evil intent. He's doing it because he wants to get his son back. The items can do that for, or heal his son. The items can do that for him. And also, the Le- and this is why he wouldn't want to work with the Legion, the Legion is actively trying to destroy the items he needs to save his son. Yeah. So my thing is like, no, he's not until the end, honestly. He's not even, you can't justifiably say he's evil. He's a man trying to save his son. Yeah. And yeah, he turned to Legion, but that's probably because the Legion, like you said, is trying to destroy the items that he needs to save his son. Um, they so they talk a lot about the collectors in this episode, and I was like, they never are clear how the collectors got 
start it or got like they say that the woman found the key but then like how do they start figuring out that there are other objects involved and how do they figure out how many objects there are and like they ultimately say when the there's a like i said there's a second experiment that happens um that ends up with uh arlene getting trapped as a ghost or whatever in room nine and when they say right before that experiment they had they knew they had almost all of the items and i'm like how how yeah how did you like how do you know how many items were in the room the only thing i can think of is the photo but no, be, until Joe uses the photo and sees the room, it it seems like because every time it's brought up, people like one because that's the photo proved that there was a um an occupant occupant, and there was theories but never proven, and so every it shows that everyone always talks about the occupant like it's a hypothetical until Joe proves like no, I've seen him, so that means nobody. I love how freaked out everybody is yeah. too when they when yeah. he says that he's like, but I've that seen also him. means like nobody else has used the photo. Because if they had, they would know there was an occupant also. And yeah. the fact that so that's my thing. Is like, so they didn't, you couldn't, because that's the only thing you could use the photo to look around the room and see where all the items are. But yeah, was, there's just no. And they hadn't done that? Huh? And they hadn't done that Yeah, before? no one. It, it seems the like Polaroid, no Polaroid? Like, I yeah. mean, how did she know? Because she wrote Gallup on it. Like, yeah. the, 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 the Herald's. It, it, I know, don't know. Ma, you know, aunt or mom or whatever. Um, so some of that, someone had to know that that guy was there. Mm-hmm um so yeah anyways they they did figure out they need to get to the vault and it's yep. him and croisfield and the vault they need what was, it was they need the key the, the scissors. scissors and the clock yep and they so they need to get the scissors so they go back to Susie, um and she requests or they request information and she raises her price up to ten thousand then twelve thousand when he tries to talk her yep. down and my thing is and then chris and she says cast and then Christfield proceeds to pull out his wallet and pull out twelve thousand cash, and my thing is like, I, I mean, he's obviously rich. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I'm thinking like, if I walked up to Bill Gates and said, "Give me twelve thousand cash," I don't think Bill Gates has twelve. Like he has enough. Yeah, but Bill but, Gates isn't coming up to you. You're going, or or he yeah. is coming. He's coming up to you. You're not going up. Okay, to him. even if I'm selling some, I, twelve. Okay, maybe yeah, maybe because they knew they were going there. Yeah, they knew he they got were some have cash money. out. You know, you okay, know what we, okay. we glossed over early on is the first time that uh, Joe Miller goes to goes to meet her. Mm-hmm. He she's like, get give me a grand. And he goes into, he uses the key to go into yeah, another place. where did that where money did come Did he just from? go rob a bank? Yeah, that's, like, <laughs> yeah, circling back. Sorry, folks. This is actually, I forgot all about this. But yeah, this was a major thing when it happened. Is the first time Joe, like we said, the Legion, uh, Jennifer and Joe needed to go to Susie eventually. And Jennifer couldn't go because she doesn't work with the Legion anymore. Um, Joe goes by himself. He's asking about what item were they trying to get? Was it, uh, was the, it comb, the comb, I believe. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he's asking about the comb. And the lady's like, $1,000. And Joe says, one second. Opens a door. We don't see what happens. He goes in the room, comes back out. Which that thing is time still passes normally, so it had to be somewhere quick. Yeah, because he's not. He's in there for maybe five seconds, and so goes in, comes back out, and he has a thousand bucks. And yeah, never explains where he got this money from. Like, did he rob a bank? Did he break into somebody's house? Like, where, yeah. where, where did this money come from? Yeah, yeah. Joe's a bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dirty cop. He's Joe got a, is a He's dirty got a room cop. somewhere. With, Joe, did he go Joe, into an evidence room and steal evidence money? I like, mean, we don't would, know. Like I said, you have to know what you're going to. So yep. he, uh, that would be somewhere he would know. <laughs> jo, Joe's a bad cop. Joe is just, oh, I can't believe we passed over that. But yeah. Anyways, they get the key. Uh, or they get the, the information about the scissors. And this is another one where they, like he uses the, the teleporting powers of the key. In a way that later on, when they explain, because I wrote it down, explain how the key is used, doesn't make sense. Because he goes, they and go. He's to the never building. been there before. Yeah, yeah. He warps up to the fourth floor, looks at her door, 
and uses that then goes into another door and uses that to warp into her room which actually also that's thing is they're trying to get the key from this lady who's a, a meth addict and at first she's like we'll just go and pay her and that they, they, i just love how quickly their plan changes because at first it's like we'll go and play her and then christfield is like well, maybe we should sneak up on her. And then Joe's like, nah, it's not good to sneak up on somebody with an object. But then the very next thing he does is he warps <laughs> into the room and they're walking around with a gun drawn. <laughs> like, you just broke into this woman's house with a gun drawn. It's like, weren't you just going to pay her for the scissors? Like, this is escalated quickly. I have a problem with the fact they got that far. Because oh, yeah. they're in the projects. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've spent two some, well-dressed I've, white men walking I, around yeah, the projects. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've spent some time in the hood because I used to be poor. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, w- number one, everybody knows everybody, mm-hmm. right? And there's two guys at the end of the hall just shooting the shit. Yep. And all of a sudden, these two random white dudes walk Step out of out this, of one of your guys' of apartments. apartments. You know like, they don't. Someone can be like, be like, why are these why are these crackers coming out of Auntie's apartment? Yeah, you know, like like it's. Yeah, they would have been get. They would have shot them uh, or given them shit or asked them some questions. Yeah, they and then, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then one of them, I mean, he is a cop, so and a lot of times he says he spot a cop, so he probably walks like a cop. They're like, that dude's a freaking cop. And the other dude definitely looks like he has money. So like, yeah, there's no like these two guys walk around the project. Yep, yep. is insane. But somehow they pull it off. Anyway, yep. yep. Um, but anyway, so they they catch the lady and or they try to sneak up on her, but the the scissors. As we said, rotate things. Yeah. Um, and she's able to rotate Joe into a wall. Yeah. And I love that Christfield. She's like, you want some? He's like, ooh. <laughs> it's just like. So, okay. So, so, and then they're they're like, oh, it rotates things. And like earlier when they're getting the information, it's they like it rotates. They're, they're, it. they're like, they're like, what does that do? And they, I'm like, it, it made perfect sense to me when they said it rotates thing that it can spin anything. Yep. And it's gonna, like, there's probably a lot you can do with that. I don't know why everybody was so surprised and confused by the scissors. But uh, another good, another great scene where someone is just like terrified of losing their object. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. C is distraught when yeah. they take it. Um, and the way so ultimately C actually beats Joe. Uh, Joe does use his magic powers to warp up to the fifth floor, which he's never been to either. Mm-hmm. At just the time C's passing a door on the fifth floor, um, to grab her, but she manages to get the uh the scissors and twists them out a door and off of a, a stair a stair railing and so he's hanging there um and this is where we find out about christfield's flask which apparently the flask as we brought up it makes i don't know if it like stops you from breathing or makes it hard to breathe but he uses the flask to attack the girl um and she drops the scissors in the course of it because he she's gasping for breath and the thing uh, uh there's two things they, they made it very much seem like this is where christfield is going to go evil because one is like, at first it looked like he wasn't going to let her start breathing again. He was just going to let her die. And then also he stands there and it looks like he's also not going to save Joe. Yeah, he, he definitely is debating it. He debates it, but he does save Joe and he does not kill the girl. Um, probably because he saved Joe. Like, I think if he wouldn't have saved Joe, he'd probably have been fine with killing the girl. It was just like, ah, Joe's not going to let me kill this girl. <laughs> so, um, because yeah, he definitely was like, he was like, maybe I won't screw back on this cap. Um, but yeah, so then... Joe, and this is like so Joe finally explains the key and how it works. And he says okay. that in order, if you just t- put the key in the door, <laughs> uh, if you just put the key in the door um, and you don't have a destination in mind, it just takes you to a random door. That's how he ended up on that island that one ah, time. Ah, gotcha, farm. gotcha. But then he says, in order to go somewhere, you have to be able to picture it and, mm-hmm. and see it. And that's why he, he can't just teleport him into the vault. But using that logic, if we remember, 
earlier, I, we hinted at this, but earlier, our, uh, Joe, whenever he wants to find Wally, he goes to Gallup, New Mexico, and waits for Wally to banish someone there. Yeah. And he asks that person, hey, where were you? Yeah, yeah. And that's enough to get him, that's enough? Like, that's because he just warps into that building. Yeah, yeah. stuff. So he does that. Also, like I said, the teleporting around that, the, the, the project building. He had never seen any of those doors, and he didn't know what the well, doors on the fifth floor were like. But he's just able to think, "Okay, I want to be on the fifth floor of this." Bi-. Like, it's well, just as far so- as the Gallup thing goes, he he brings the people back with him so they could picture where they came from. Not, no, 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 not all the time. The first time he ever does it is when um, Joe or when uh, Wally banishes a guy from a biker bar, and when he shows up at the biker bar, he comes alone. He mm. once again, just like the nurse, for fair whatever enough, reason, it's not until after the biker bar he's like, maybe I should. Why stop was leaving. Wally in the biker bar to begin with? No, he's just trying to start shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, but uh, yeah, it's not until that's what I actually think is like it's not until after the biker bar that he decides maybe I should start bringing these people back with me. <laughs> like so, there's a nurse and a biker just stranded in New Mexico, <laughs> or not stranded in the middle of nowhere. I'm just like, poor guys. But everybody after that, he does bring with them. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah, the key doesn't make sense how it works. Like, they, he explains it, but then it's like, you've been breaking that rule all throughout the show. Yeah. Um, let's see, where do we go? Blah, blah. So, so let's talk, let's talk about uh, increase and enhance. Oh, yeah, I so, put that. So, oh, my goodness. So the I, Bloom character, the, so, so here our, our lead female, she she's looking at the uh at the tape at a copy of the tape mm-hmm. um of the the Conroy experiment and she's like yeah of course the the night the early aughts and late 90s like oh computers can do anything yeah let's so enhance this, this it is, until we can see this is what i wrote down because i put like nothing like uh some magical photo enhancement that we see in tv shows but here's like so not only is she not using the original film she even clearly says before that the original film is stolen this is a digital copy so she's yep. not using original film. It's it's a copy of some old 1960s film. So this isn't even like current. Like 8 millimeter. Yeah, yeah. 8 millimeter film that would wouldn't have a high resolution. Plus, it's a still of a movie. It's not an actual photo. And if you know, with if I mean, I'm sure you've done a little bit with video yep. editing. If you freeze a movie still, it is never clear and concise because it's, in, it's meant to be in motion. It's not, if you take an actual photo, so it's not an actual photo. It's a still of a movie um uh from 1960 and then also and that's another thing is and this is what they always get wrong zooming in does not unless it's so the, the higher the, this is how that works the higher the resolution that's why you can have those pictures that you can zoom in really really far yeah. but that has to be a really high resolution overall most of the time zooming in the more you zoom in the worse it gets yeah. not the clearer yeah. and the fact that she zooms in to 1960s a copy of a 1960s yeah. film yeah. that's all, all this stuff Still and like that. twelve feet. Yeah, I'm just like, that's not how any of this works. Yeah, that's not how any of this yeah. works. That was such like you see this happen. It's a common trope in TV and movies all the time. People enhance, enhance, and this stuff. But this was just this one was just not so not quite as bad as getting someone's like fingerprint from the glare uh, on an eyeball or whatever they did in some show like yeah. some NCIS show. The cat, um, is, yeah. the cat has become interested in the uh, in the soundboard. In the soundboard, not not a good thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So she's she's basically working with with her partner, which yeah. I still believe but, is like her and him are the only Legion members until we um, see more. But real quick before that, because um, how we even got to that is, and this is one thing that this this is like I said, the really awkward kiss scene. Uh, they meet in a in a 
in a mm-hmm. restaurant to, and they disagree about how they should proceed forward. Um, but ultimately, and this is the thing that gets me, is why did C give him the information that she had that Christ that, to find the vault when she knew, like they just got done talking about how he's going to work with Christfield and she doesn't trust Christfield yeah. at all. And then she's like, well, here's our, she here's- loves him because they're in a deep committed relationship now, Donnell. Bullshit. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that just got me. It's like, why would she give him the information? You know, he's going to go give it to the guy who you see yeah. as your ally. Um, but yeah, so she's working with her partner. Um, and why jo- while she's doing that, Joe and Christfield are tracking down the vault yep. finally. Well, well, wait, well, wait. So, so this, okay. these scenes kind of intermix. So I yeah. just want to deal with this. So she basically figures out that he's trying to recreate the Conroy experiment. Yes. Right. And then they're talking, and it's like, oh well. You know, what if he gets some... And then she's like, well, not if we kill him first. Yeah. I'm like, now she's a killer? She's (laughs) She's like, she killed one person. It's always hard. Once you get your hands bloody, Robert, (laughs) it's easy to go back. Um, Yeah, she says that. She's got the face for it now. Um, Also, but that's another leap of logic. It's like, he's collecting all the objects for the experiments. Like, he's also collecting a bunch of objects that weren't in the experiments. Like... It seems weird that it's like, oh, he's obviously doing the experiment. It's like, why? He's also collecting the watch and the cufflink and well, because he had so he had and uh, and the quarter. So it's like he has all this other stuff too. So to just be like, well, look, he has those four objects along with another ten objects. Yeah, but you're like, he's obviously doing the experiment. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but but he's he's a, he's obviously an object nut. Yeah, as well. You exactly. know, he used to be a member of the order of the legion. He no, just not got of the order of the just, legion. He was in the oh yeah, yeah 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 you're right you're right I'm sorry uh, but he you know he's got he's got his main motive mm-hmm. of you know his son but I'm pretty sure he also wants to do other things and naturally he had the uh, the pawn shops that were looking for objects yeah. so he would just naturally amass them yeah I, but that's what I'm saying is how did she come to the conclusion that he is doing the experiment by seeing that he has those four objects when I was like but he also has another ten objects on top of that like. If he only had those four objects, then I'd be like, okay, maybe. But it's like, he's just collecting objects, as far as you know. Um, but that's neither here nor there, because it turns out... Like, honestly, so here's one of the things. I thought the obvious, honest twist... And this is before... Spoiler alert, we're going to spoil part of the ending. Um, Carl's son isn't doesn't have leukemia. He's dead. And Carl wants to bring him back yep. from the dead mm-hmm. by doing the experiment. Um, but be, this is all before we know it. So before we know this, one of the things that I was really hoping was that it would turn out, actually, that Carl wasn't going to betray him and that Carl because it really seemed hard for Carl to be a evil like I, that's one thing I wrote down is the fact that his son was dead made it a lot easier for Carl to be evil because if his son was alive and he betrays him putting his son at risk instead of just healing his son then you're like why but the fact that his son's already dead and he has nothing to lose it makes it a lot easier to be like oh I see why he's doing this because he has nothing to lose at this point before he had his son to lose now he doesn't um but anyways so, but before all this, I was like, it would be good if Carl didn't betray him, and it ultimately Jennifer and the Legion would turn out to be bad. That's one thing I yeah. thought would have been in- more interesting. Um, and this is only if it was an extended series. In this three-part series, you couldn't do that. Um, but anyways, fine. They, they, so they they make it to the vault, and uh, they get in there, and this is where they they find all the items. This is where I got some of the other items that you didn't know what they did, but they yep. showed them. Um, and the sock. They open up a coffin slash box. Expecting that to find the uh, occupant, but he's not yep. there. But Carl has his eye, which is all he needed. Um, and this is where he does betray um, Joe. Uh, we find out that he doesn't want to do the experiment because the son is actually dead. And the reason why we have been seeing his son before is if you have the quarter, 
um, it brings memories to life. So but you have to all, swallow it. That's what I wrote. That was like, so does he eat the quarter and then pass it every time? Yeah, because he's and like, he it, it works it. for two, maybe three days. Yeah, and he got to <laughs> clean it. And I'm just like, yeah. and then you got to swallow it again. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, like, you yeah. better. He has one hell of a cleaning process. And who um, figured that out? Who knows? Who, who just ate that quarter? Who figured out so much? Like who figured out about the the watch cooking eggs? Hmm. Yeah. Who puts an egg in a watch? Well, uh, no, I okay, the watch thing is one of the few that I can get behind. Because if I I might be like working with some eggs and I lay it on the counter and it's wobbling around and I don't want it to fall off, I'm like, I'll just so stick this it, watch it around watch. it to keep it because mm. the watch isn't gonna roll around. What about and the, now the, eggs the can't radio roll in three inches? That that's weird. Well, I mean, I feel like you know that if you had a radio and you tuned well, the it, dial and, and then and then all of a sudden you grew three <laughs> inches. <laughs> Like these are natural things. Yeah, now, I don't know. I'm still not with like you on the watch out and the, the egg. Because it's out a the pretty pencil. nice watch. Oh, like it's not real. I, we can't really tell, but it looks decently nice watch. And my thing's like, you're not going to use a watch and just put it. If you have a you know semi expensive watch, you're not going to put that around an egg. You'll find something else. <laughs> um, no, it's one of the weirder ones, but I could see it. Yeah, like the um, pencil one's really obvious. Like yeah, you figure just that out real tapping. fast. That one won't take long at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Carl betrays him, and then here's the thing that gets me though. So when they get into the vault, basically they're they're, they're warped around the prison because he can't figure out the right door. He eventually nails it down. They grew, go through the door. The door, like I said, Robert said earlier, there seems to be some automatic thing. It slams shut. Yep. And there's no keyhole in this door. Yep. They then go down into the vault. Um. They surf around. They find the eyeball. They don't find the occupant. Carl unleashes his master plan. And the, the, another cool thing is it can be any memory because he spawns his son after eating the quarter. Um, and then when he he's like he tries to convince Joe to side with him and yep. give him the key. Joe says no. Um, which also that's another thing is uh he says uh because Carl's like I thought we were on the same page. You said you were willing to do whatever it took. And Joe says I am, but not this. And I'm like then you're not. <laughs> like if you said like he says I, I am I was like no you're not if if you say I'll do whatever it takes but not this then you're not willing to do whatever it takes Joe yeah <laughs> anyway uh, but yeah still Joe says he won't do it and so that's when Carl basically brings up the memory of his bodyguard behind Joe and he just get, grabs him I thought it was, that, that was kind of cool clever way because I was like there's no way Carl beats Joe in a fist fight <laughs> um but yeah so ultimately then he basically escapes the vault um closes well but does he really oh he doesn't have he has that he has the glass eye but it's not working yet. yeah gotcha. yeah and he he has the key and so here's my thing is joe we, the way joe gets at the vault we finally find out is that he he met with wally earlier we i forgot to bring this he meets with wally asked for a favor but we never see what that favor is and the favor was giving him the bus ticket mm-hmm. um and so that's how joe gets out of the vault he uses the yeah. bus ticket how did carl get out of the vault that's a fair question. They never explain. They do not explain how because there was no maybe. Keyhole well, on maybe that he door. uses the quarter to bring back a memory of the folding door <laughs> of a door, <laughs> and then uses maybe, that. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's the, the next only level three D memory chess, of a, <laughs> Wow, with the quarter and the key, if you could just remember a door, yeah. Oh, that. I mean, you could get in and out of any circumstance. I mean, the quarter is overpowered. I mean, what? Yeah. what Let's yeah. talk, okay, let's talk about the quarter because what he brings back his kid and his body, and he brings back his bodyguard. Yep. Can he bring back anything he can remember? Yeah. Could he like manifest the Statue of Liberty in front of him? Probably. Like if he's been there. Think about how much stuff like like that deal to buy the the key. Yeah. You just you remember 
two million dollars. <laughs> yeah, you give him a briefcase with two million, and then you know you get out because it seems like there's a distance thing because his bodyguard when he leaves the vault and closes the thing trapping Joe down there, the bodyguard disappears. I, I mean, maybe the body, maybe he just stopped thinking about the bodyguard, or maybe yeah. I don't know. But let's say there is a limit. Still, you still can get a good amount of distance away before that money disappears. Especially, yeah. if you ha- especially yeah. if you have the key now, and especially if you can just remember a door. You step out of the building, remember a door, open that door, bad, you're gone. You're on yeah. the other side of the planet. There, there's a lot more possibilities oh, for the quarter. I want the quarter and the key now. That's a great combo yeah. right there. Um, I mean, what? It, but you know, who knows what they do when you do combine them? Yeah. Right. Hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we, we get out, um, and Joe, like I said, goes, and so, so he, he, he goes to go out in New Mexico, then him and Wally go to see the Swede, who we first, I forgot to bring him up Yeah, earlier. he's kind of a minor character. He's kind of, seems to be the same kind of role as Susan, though, or yeah, Susie. Susie. He's, he's another guy who tracks items, um, but he's But he's like, got a lot more information. Yeah, he has a lot more information, he's, he's definitely more professional about this. Like, yeah. he's, he's got a whole system um like she wants to know where they are now yeah he's, he's he got, got where, everywhere they have been yep um but anyways uh like i said the first time they went there joe actually caused a huge incident when he was capturing Cartfield, and i i didn't think it was that big of a disturbance but basically this the swede hates joe apparently from this thing yeah um and so joe can't get in but that's when we find out and no explanation of how he got away or if Cartfield just freed him but that's when the weasel just shows up again just out of nowhere <laughs> um yeah. And so, so well, 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 let's. Uh, well, he doesn't show up out of nowhere, really. So, so let's. He just let's happens to be back. standing at line at the Swede shop. Well, yeah, because because this is when the uh, when the ticket guy gets real. Yeah, while you know, like, he's, I'm he's out. like, he's like, look, there, there's a group of people outside that building who want items that all want items, and they're gonna feel that I've got an item if I walk over there, and they're just gonna murder me for yeah. it. Yeah, like. Having a having an item, an object, sorry, object is at, is a death sentence. Is a possible yeah. like people are going to come for you, even if it's an innocuous one. Mm-hmm. Like some of these people believe it is a piece of God. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. Um, but he's like he's going to get out of it, and that and the weasel has lost his item. Yeah. So now he's just one. Of I the I know, but why I'm saying he comes out of nowhere is because we haven't seen him for. An episode oh, yeah, and yeah, a yeah. half, and the last time we saw him, he was given to Christfield, and we're like I said, as far as we know, he's dead. <laughs> like I just don't get it. And, like, it. and at no point does uh, and he never gives any explanation of where he's been, yeah. what's happened to and him. And at no point does Joe Miller call up one of his cop buddies and be like, "Hey, I'm I'm out doing this thing. I'm not gonna tell you where I am, but those three dead dudes in the pawn shop, in the pawn shop, definitely this guy. Yeah, look into this guy. Yeah. I know." Yeah. Nope, he actually, in fact, kind of teams up with the Weasel a little bit. Yeah, um, you know what? It, it's funny to get because... into the Swede's office. I put down why did the Swede decide to help him? Though, like, he still hates him, and he doesn't really give any justification of why. He just says, "I'm sorry." And the Swede's like, "Okay, cool. You said you're sorry. Let's get talk about information." <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and he also he's he wants to you know gather gather more information, which yeah. is what which is what you know the motel room guy is is offering here. Um, but then he, he just happens to have a computer, he has a computer program that tracks the history of the object and where, where all it's the been, objects right? are. Yep. And then he's like, he's like, okay, now show us everywhere it's ever been. All and the now, objects. And then now been. show me all where all the objects have all been all at the Since time. 1961. And this guy's like, 
what? Yeah, he's Who never ever do, do that. This? What, what would that would accomplish? I'm like, are you crazy? Would this not have been like one of the first things you did is just a test of your your uh, complicated database system here? Just see if it could do it. And then you would see the giant hole in New Mexico and then be like, what's that? Yeah. Someone should go investigate the hole. Yeah. <laughs> like- so, so here is a thing, um, actually, that I forgot to bring up. Before we meet up with the weasel, he, him and uh, Wally are traveling around to gather more information on the occupant. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go to, they, they unmask the bus ticket and see that it came from a town in Arizona. I forget which town. I didn't write it down. Um, but then they go to that town and he, he goes to find out who, who look for missing person reports, but there isn't any, but he's like, there's an extra person and that they track him down. It's a man and stuff. who went to see this lady. And so the first thing I had written down is like, how, um, 1961 is a big year, and this town doesn't look like it's a huge town, but yeah. it's it's a it's a town. It has people, yeah. And you just know it had to be before May 4th, but that's it. You don't know how much, so that's mm-hmm. still that's five months, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Only one person came from out of town to visit. Like <laughs> he just happened. Like obviously, it's, here's our occupant right here, and it's like how 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 is there not, only not a one? lot going on at small town? And so, New anyways, Mexico, apparently, 61. Arizona actually, but uh, yeah. Anyways, he goes and talks to the lady who the man uh, uh, talked to, and the thing I find interesting is so two strange men you know nothing about show up at your job, yep. asking about another strange man from forty years ago with no reason given, <laughs> and you just tell them everything and give them a secret picture that's a one of a kind picture. Yeah, that can't be destroyed. I'm yeah. sure she knows that that can't I'm be just destroyed. Like, I'm just like, really. Two strange men just and they're asking about another strange man who have you haven't seen for forty years. Yep. And I'm just yep. Like, Ugh. Um. But anyways, then we go to the, so that's how they find out more about the occupant. They go to the suite to figure out where he is. Like Robert said, there's a hole. Um. And so while this is going on, uh, the Legion is they're making their move on Christfield. And this is where we find out the Legion does have more than just the two members because they have at least ten guys. Because Jennifer and at least ten but guys not up to this point. Huh? Not up till this point, really. Yeah, we haven't. This is the first yeah. time, like you yeah. said. But anyways, and so I. This is what I put down here is honest because that, that thing is. Then it turns out that the betray that her partner, who we've only seen twice up to this point or three times now at this point, betrayed the Legion and was actually working with Crashfield. Um, and my thing is, this is that betray. This is another one of the things. If this was a longer series and we spent more time with people, this yeah. betrayal doesn't even matter to me because like I don't no. know the guy who did it yeah. and the ten guys who die because of it. This is the first time we've seen them. Yeah. And yep. they they look so generic and like Christfield's bodyguards that at one point there's like, well, that's, it's weird. Five of them look kind of more like day to day wearing normal clothes and the other five are wearing suits. And so the five in the suits, I thought, because they, they just keep so different camera angles of them running through the building, I thought the five in suits were Christfield's guards and the five in normal clothes. Were, <laughs> and it turned out when Christfield killed all 10 of them, I'm like, oh. Those were also Legion members. I had no idea because I've never seen these guys yep, before. Yep. So I just like that was just a that having. I it, I really wonder was this meant to be more? It absolutely was. There, was. there had to be, and what happened that it was because like yeah, it seems like this was meant to be some like here's a big betrayal. It doesn't matter though because we just we know nothing about the Legion. Yeah. The guy who betrays everyone. No, I, I'm I'm guessing, and I, and I didn't find anything to back up this theory when I was doing research for the show that this was probably sold as a long form series. 
and they like just and they said like it up and stuff. we'll give you the money but for a three-part miniseries yeah and I, I even i think uh, if that's the case i think there was supposed to be more and that's the thing is and that would actually make the romance make more sense make this betrayal make more sense yep. is i bet you not like this isn't even the first three episodes this is like this was supposed to be like let's say ten episodes, and they took like episode one, episode three, episode six, like they yep. and cobbled them together because like yeah, this betrayal, the like we were talking about the romance, they just don't stick. Yeah, but I bet you if there was more content there, we'd be like, oh, that's how they fell in love, and oh, that's why yep. the this betrayal, and oh, now we know who this Legion dude is, and it makes it big. She's like, oh, I can't believe he was a betrayer the whole time. Like, but it just doesn't stick. Well, I mean, and 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 from from what I gather, everyone who has an object, especially the one who has the, the person who has the key, yeah, all have these stories. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Or multiple of these stories, like yeah. crazy stuff just happens to you in your life. So there's so, there's just so much more to tell. Like. We don't know who the old motel guy was. Yeah, no. Right? Somebody had this key before him. Somehow yep. it ended up in the pawn shop. Mm-hmm. You well, know. The, no, the Legion had it. The Legion had it, and he was selling it. The guy who sold it was Jennifer's partner. She, he, he, even, he even says that Christfield turned her partner and got him to sell the key uh, to the pawn shop. So, yeah, it. yeah. The got Legion it. had the key. That, that's the one object we know besides the nail file. That's the one object we know the Legion had. Which that's the thing is, you have the most important object, and yeah, you lose yeah. it. I know it's because of betrayal, but still, you lose it. <laughs> Legion does a terrible job. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Carl with the eye, like I said, and it doesn't just. I thought you know they like rot away, but they just boom gone. Just he just blasts people out of existence with yeah. the eye. Well, well, let's talk about how he gets the eye. <sighs> He cuts out his own yeah. eye. This is a rich man. He has two million dollars to throw around. Mm-hmm. He can't find a, a doctor or to... something to do this for yeah. him. He sits. You know, I mean, maybe he just doesn't even like trust a, anybody. a vet or something. Maybe he doesn't want to trust anybody with the eye. Like it's a very powerful item. Not yeah, but he it... didn't have to take the eye with him to go get his eye cut out. Yeah, but that's a little weird. I don't know. I feel like you'd want to have the eye ready to be put in afterwards. I don't know. I mean, but, I yeah. would. But if I you guess, don't want to trust the doctor yeah, with the just eye, go to the doctor. That's <laughs> a, such a strange request. So, but I, doctor, I need you to remove my eye. What? <laughs> like, no. Look, look. There's a but lot yeah, of freaky when you start pulling out, out a whole bunch of money, questions really stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like you know, you know the doctor, and you'd be like, "Look, either you cut out my eye, or I'm gonna go cut out my eye." Yeah. And here's here here here's you know. Eight million dollars. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when you start throwing money around, do people do you stop asking questions? And I mean, it's not like this just like came out of nowhere. He he would have had a doctor lined up because mm-hmm. he knew he was going to have to get his cut his, eye, Yeah, he he's like, go get me some novocaine. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. He would already have the novocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so he kills all the Legion members except for Jennifer, who suits him. But he's in the room, so he can't heal himself. And the thing I thought is Jennifer is also in the room and she's standing in front of the door. And when it's first off, Christfield tells his guard not to shoot her. And I'm like, why? Like, yeah, he knows he's going to try to stop me. And then also Jennifer like laughs smugly about him not being able to heal himself because like it doesn't work in the room. And I'm like, Jennifer, you are a small petite woman uh, with a gun pointed at your head of a bodyguard who's twice your size. And you're the only thing standing between him saving his boss who he seems very loyal and not it's like you do know he's just gonna either like clock you or shoot you or push you out of the way <laughs> like yeah, I just, yeah. she's like all smoke like you can't hear yourself and he's like yeah he's not gonna be in here for that long <laughs> and, and they aren't because he instantly the guard <laughs> moves her out of the way and they get yeah. out of the room um 
So yeah, it's just one of the things like I just thought it was weird how she's all smug about it. And I was like, why are you smug? That you you know he's just gonna move you. Um But yeah, so that happens, and while that's going on, Joe goes to the town that was marked out on the map that no yep. none of the objects have been in. Uh another leap of logic to just assume the guy was in the psych ward, but sure. Yep. Um one thing is you and we clearly see, and I just wonder. When did Joe get his gun back? Because he has his gun. Did he lose his gun? Yeah. When him and Christfield go to the vault, he tells Christfield leave uh. the flask, and Christfield says leave the gun, and we see him clearly put the gun on the table. And then, yeah. Well, and I mean, I guess the door would still be there. He could go for it back. He but... doesn't have the key. Oh, at yeah. this point. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. That's inconsistency. But um, that's bad direction. He goes there. Um, goes to see the guy guy attacks him he pulls out his gun yeah that was a mcguffin by the way that they let him in there with the gun yeah just for that yeah just for him to try and kill himself and with then it. then he puts down the gun on the windowsill and tries it, and the guy rushes him dodges around him and grabs the gun I'm like once again bad cop yeah bad cop yep. what co- you're in a room with a crazed man yeah he's like i'll just put my the, gun the down safety here. wasn't on yeah and the, the other thing is so then the guy the crazy man points the gun at him and joe raises the chair <laughs> I'm just like, Joe, what? He's got a gun. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, luckily the man didn't want to kill Joe. He wants to try and kill himself, which he can't because the man is an object. This is the occupant. Um, he has an eye patch, which is like, ah, oh, that was his glass eye, obviously. But um, yeah, I just thought that was like, Joe, Joe you're just a bad cop. Well, um, I, I like that nobody comes running. Nobody comes running. Look, I cannot say this enough. I'm from Texas. I grew up in gun culture. Mm-hmm. Guns are really, mm-hmm. really, yeah. really loud. Yep. Like, people joke about, like, oh, a car backfires. Not that they backfire anymore, but, like, old cars backfire, yeah. and it sounds like a gunshot. I'm like, no, no way. A gunshot <laughs> is, like, 50, sometimes 100 times louder than that. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone in this ward, in this entire building, would hear it go off. Like, yeah, it's it's insane how loud guns are. And to do it in it, like, they would both be deaf for several minutes mm-hmm. because they did it in an enclosed room. room. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, anyway, um, that's just, that's just the movies. They just yeah. always play fast and loose with how lo- loud guns are. I just put down, why does nobody at this hospital realize they have a man living there who hasn't aged in 40 years? <laughs> yeah. Nobody's <laughs> like, questioning this. Nobody's questioning anything. They're like, this is just the guy. He doesn't like object or items. Okay. See you later. And it's like, you know, no questions about why he's the same age as the day he showed up here. Yeah. Um, but I this I wrote this down. I specifically wrote this down because basically the the dude is like there is no prime object, and I don't know if I I don't know if you can even get your daughter back. And I just wrote down Joe's leaps of logic finally collapsed. Yeah, because it's like he's yep. just been jumping from thing to thing like this is the only do, and then finally it's like no dude, you you've done no research. Every l- thing you've come to is just a hunch that, and then finally it's like all your hunches have been wrong. Yeah. Like they finally all collapse in on themselves. Um. Well, well, this is like when we have we have no explanation because we don't know what the event was. Nope. We never get any closure on that. Nope. We don't know why these specific objects for like the Conroy experiment are mm-hmm. why they're involved. Yep. For pulling like, off that. Like why? Event. Yeah. Why that and that configuration on yep. door nine? You know, like there's just way, way, way too many too unanswered questions. Um, you know. So my my other thing, so I wrote in this. I like that everything is conveniently within driving distance of Gallup, New Mexico, because <laughs> yep, yep. he he gets the because basically the guy uh, says he might be able to help him, 
they go. Conrad completes the experiment, but then uh, I love how he's just sitting in the car, like staring ahead the whole time. Yeah, you see like while shit's going down, everything's going to like because the experiment is apparently will end the world and stuff unless the doors close properly. Um, and so Mar- Marty pulls off, or not Marty, um, Carl pulls off the experiment um and starts ending the world but he does see his son so he goes into the room and then uh that's when finally uh his name is eddie mccloister the the occupant he gets out of the car but the whole time he's just been sitting in the car staring straight ahead it's very creepy but he finally gets out the car and he walks into the room and joe dives into the room behind him a couple of things is i'm like where's carl (laughs) we saw carl go in the room too (laughs) no carl in the room um but this is where eddie tells him the only way to get his daughter back and once again no explanation why is for him to kill him. And this is the only place you can kill him is inside the room. Cause objects don't work here, including his yeah. vulnerability. And my thing, he also explains that a, he constantly, it's like constantly having like a whole bunch of things assault in his mind uh-huh. and all that stuff. Like um, he could feel all the objects. Yeah. And it's just, it just can drive you crazy. Um, and he says that if you kill me, you'll become the object now. And so Joe has to make the sacrifice, yep. sacrifice himself and become the object. And Which they, proves even more that the Legion's plan is bad because yeah. you can't destroy the object. Exactly. Because even if you do destroy it, they'll replace another themselves. one just. Yeah. Um, and so he, 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 he has to choose, you know, if he's going to sacrifice himself for his daughter. And one thing they bring up is what, cause like I said, the occupant was erased from existence. Nobody knew him, yep. including his own wife. Um, and so that's he's asked, well, they remember me and I don't know, but ultimately he does kill him, um, becomes an object. And then that's the, basically it ends with him coming out. He does. He, well, actually, I don't understand how he knew to get his daughter back, he needed to reset the room. Like he's like, yeah, reset the room with me in it. Yeah, but whatever. He gets his daughter back. Well, I think because he be because he became he became an object of himself. Yeah, and now he knows all all these different things. Yeah. And so, I, I, and it's not because just be. <clears throat> I, 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 Joe does annoy me, but I don't want to punch him. For sure. It just makes more sense storyline wise. Is there's no. He he then tries to you know end it all by putting the key in there, but we find out that the key the door will just open and someone will get the key eventually. Um, so yeah, you can't you can't get to end it by putting the key in the room and banishing the room mm-hmm. out of distance. But anyways, but we don't see any repercussions for Joe. Like he became the object. Like one is his mind should be yeah. assaulted, and then also I really want his daughter not to remember. I want him Jennifer and his daughter to forget him. I thought that would have been yeah. a better ending. Yeah, because it's like yeah, no, it it makes his sacrifice worth it. It's like yeah, he killed a man. Well, that's one thing, and also he sacrificed being a human to become an object yep. at the expense of to save his daughter at the expense of C won't remember him. But instead it's like nope and they drive off happily into the sunset. Yeah. I just was like yeah. bull crap. Again, bull crap again, all this. Strange lady in the car with the daughter. Yep. The daughter and never met. Him being erased from existence. In a stolen also, car. That, I, I, I wrote down why did the weasel give him his car? I would have said no. Like you have no reason to give him the his weasel car. doesn't have a choice. What why doesn't he have a choice? Because he's a multiple murderer. So <laughs> Right, Joe is also right yeah, now. Yeah, but the weasel, the weasel isn't cool. He can't take Joe. He's just just leave. Oh well, I walk guess, out the yeah. room, run off. Just, I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyways, but yeah, so they're in the weasel car. But yeah, my thing is also if him being a race from existence also would have made it a lot more sense because, like I said, him driving off to the sunset, like we said, he has all this evidence, court case yep. against him. If he doesn't exist anymore, all goes away. Yeah, <laughs> and, there you go. There you stuff. go. Um, and there's one thing we forgot to circle back around to is this whole episode. During this whole episode, Marty is out in the middle of nowhere trying to survive. Yeah. Ultimately, he gets picked up by the cops, saved. Um, but he's had a, he looked at the photo really hard, and somehow that caused him to have a vision. And in the vision, he realized that he 
can become he believes God. Yeah. Um, and the the order comes to kill him, yep. but ultimately they don't because they see him as now the prophet. And so this is why we this so definitely seems like it was meant to be more. Is this it ends? I mean, this isn't the ending, like I said, but this part happens and we don't get any codes or this is Marty essentially walks out yep. and the cop Lee finally catches him, but he's like, I'm the prophet. You can't kill me. The others protect yep. me. And then he, he walks off and then that's it. Like the yeah, order we, we is behind him. don't get any him. resolution to his story. Marty is a murderer. He's a psycho. He He's now basically in charge of a major group of psychos yep. of the order. And like, it's definitely set up for like, this was meant to be more. Yeah. But nothing. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's the series. And so, like I said, I think a lot, like I said, a lot of my gripes, because I, I do realize now, talking about the romance, talking about the betrayal. Yeah. So, a lot of my gripes could have been solved if this was a longer series. Yeah. Which it should have been. And it I don't understand. I, again, I, think, I, don't understand I think you're no probably right, Robert. I think this be. was like meant to be like a 14 part uh, or 14 part season. And they literally, I mean, it's, it's an hour and a half for each episode. So, that's six episodes total. So they literally went through 14 episodes of a series, or I'm just getting maybe 12, cut out yep. half the story and just cobbled it together. I think that's what happened because it just seems like, yeah, there was, and I think there was supposed to be a second season where Joe was going after Marty and the Order. Um, I think there was, yeah, it would have been so much better. I think some of the things that they could have done to make it uh, better is I think um, if Joe didn't get his daughter back, and maybe they did this because they knew they were wrapping it up in 3 8 three uh miniseries if joe didn't get his daughter back and that was extended out longer over multiple seasons of him trying to get his daughter back i think that also would have helped it but uh yeah at the end of the day i, I like i said i when, when we first started this i said i love slash hate it actually going through this with you made me realize the reason why i hate it is because it should have been more yeah without like most of its flaws there are still some flaws that just annoy me but most of its flaws could have been solved if this was a proper series. I I think there are a lot of flaws with it, yeah. but I think they're ignorable. Yeah, because, exactly. because it's it's a show that came from a certain time and place in sci-fi history. Yeah, you know where where that's just what they did. You mm-hmm. know, there were low budget, there were inconsistencies. They yeah. didn't answer questions because nobody cared. And uh, honestly, this is probably my fourth or fifth viewing of it. Um, and, and I enjoyed it, enjoyed it just as much as I did the first time. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is, I, I wish more people knew about this show. I hope a lot of people watch the show and yeah. a lot more people see it. On Tubi. 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 And Tubi. If you would <laughs> it's like free us to with keep bringing up stuff, maybe you want to, you know, slide us a little sponsorship, <laughs> huh? Eh? All right. Well, this is turning into be yeah. our longest episode to date. <laughs> um, so, so I'm just going to wrap up with it with I like it. I'm enjoyed we watched it. I'm enjoyed we covered it. Yeah. Um, if you haven't watched it, it's worth watching. It's, it's even worth if you already watch. listened to us talk yeah, about it. It is. It definitely is. Yep. Uh, you can find us at Watching It Podcast on Instagram. You can also email us at Watching It Podcast at gmail.com. Don't know where else can they find us. Yeah. You can always find us at our Twitter at Watching It Pod. Um, and uh, give us the subscription or like or whatever it is uh five stars if you're on apple podcast i I still i'm pretty sure i think maybe spotify i think also if you're on spotify and you you can't anywhere you can thumbs up or give us stars or write reviews do it do it review and thanks everybody um like i said we went long sorry about that but i hope you enjoyed it have a good one